0: So today I want to talk with you all about what it means to exalt God So recently I had one of those days where just wasn't feeling it And it most likely was because of the lack of sleep that I had, you know, this past week But coming into the day, starting the day, um, as many of you guys know, I'm doing Jesus School So, you know, coming into the school, um, I could just feel the heaviness And even though I wasn't grumbling out with my words, I can tell that my heart was grumbling that I was in a place of just weariness, annoyance, and, you know, all those just icky feelings. Um, But that morning, the Lord reminded me to remember that every single day He deserves our praise. When we just remember what Jesus did on the cross for us, we can't help but just be like, God, thank you for what you did for me. God, I never should ever have a day where I feel like I have the right To come in grumbling because what he did for us is far greater than anything could ever happen even if we have a bad day what jesus did for the cross for us surpasses even the bad circumstances that we may face in our lives and many of you guys know who have been listening into you know the videos and podcasts god's really just been rooting me and remembering what he's done for me in the cross like putting my joy in salvation in jesus christ you know our salvation alone is worth giving him praise, and so in that moment I had to pray and ask the Lord to forgive me for having, you know, those thoughts of grumbling, those thoughts of annoyance, and saying, "Lord, I'm coming today with thanksgiving," you know. And I want to share this verse here in Psalm one hundred three to five. Um, it says, "Know that the Lord is God; it is He who made us, and we are His. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture. Enter His gates with thanksgiving." And his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. I love this verse because it reminds us to enter his gates with thanksgiving, to enter his courts with praise. Why? Because God is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Like, guys, Coming to God with thanksgiving shouldn't be something that we have to like force or muster up. We just have to remember what God did for us. You know, continue to ask God to give you revelation of what He did for you on the cross. You know, that should never be old news to us. Even if we've been believers and Christians for a long time, that should be the heartbeat. That should be where we are rooted in our joy. In Habakkuk 3, 17-18, it says, Though the fig trees does not bud, and there are no grapes in the vines, though the olive crop fails, and the field produces no food, though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior or in the God of my my salvation, right? Like what Habakkuk is saying here is that even though the fig trees may not, you know, be bearing fruit, even though my circumstances may not look right, I will still rejoice in the Lord, my God, my salvation, Right, And this is what we have to be rooted in. And when we talk about exalting God, like what it means to exalt Him, number one, we have to see God rightly. We have to remember what He did for us. We have to remember that for God so loved us that He gave us His Son, Jesus, that those who believe in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. This is the heartbeat of exalting God, is seeing Him rightly, seeing Him rightly. Psalm 99 verse 9 says, Exalt the Lord our God and worship at His holy hill, for the Lord our God is holy. It's right, saying here right now, exalt the Lord our God. Why? For the Lord our God is holy. Even asking the Lord to give you revelation of his holiness. You know, the Lord was also showing me, like Abby, this world exalts evil. You know, we exalt, you know, not and I'm talking about believers, but those of the world, you know, they, they exalt evil things, right? Lust, um, prostitution, sex before marriage. Like these are things that the world exalts, but we're called as believers to exalt what is holy, right? What is holy should be beautiful to us, you know. And I pray that God will renew your perspective to see that holiness is beautiful, and that when we walk in holiness, we are exalting God. You know, exalting God isn't just by our words. Of course, God wants our praise, He wants our worship, but He also wants the how we live our lives to be one that exalts God. In Psalm. 101 verses three, I'm going to read verses three, six to seven. It says, I will set nothing wicked before my eyes. So that verse alone already shows you, right? That this, the psalmist who's writing this, I will set nothing wicked before my eyes. They're exalting God. When we choose to not look at evil things, we're saying, God, I exalt you and not that. You know, it's our way of living that shows God that we exalt him. I hate the work of those who fall away. It shall not cling to me. My eyes shall be on the faithful of the land, that they may dwell with me. He who walks in a perfect way, he shall serve me. He who works deceit shall not dwell within my house. He who tells lies shall not continue in my presence. You know, when we read this passage here, Psalms 99 to 101, it talks about praising God, but it also talks about not setting anything evil, not doing anything evil as well. Same thing in Psalms 101 verses 1 to 2 going a few verses back. It says, I will sing of your love and justice to you lord i will sing praise i will be careful to lead a blameless life when will you come to me i will conduct the affairs of my house with a blameless heart like guys like when we choose to be careful to lead a blameless life that is saying god i exalt you you know many times in this world we think that it's it's wrong to to live holy to live a blameless life or that it's impossible but understand that of course if jesus didn't die on the cross no matter how good we live of a life We can't be right with God because our sin is so bad that only the blood of Jesus can wash it away. Think of sin as a stain and that only the blood of Jesus can wipe that away. But now that Jesus has cleansed us and that we live in him, we're called to walk in his ways, which is righteous, which is blameless. When we choose to say, God, I want to give you my best, that's exalting God. That should be the standard, guys. It doesn't mean that if we mess up, that's it. God's mercy is there, but our standard shouldn't be, I can't be holy, I'm going to settle for this. Like that's not what scripture says, right? And I want to encourage you and I pray that this burns in your heart to be like, God, I want to give you my best because you gave me your best. Romans 12, one says, therefore I urge you brothers and sisters in view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship, right? Our true and proper worship is to give of our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. These are. This is so important, guys, like how we live shows if we actually honor God, if we exalt Him. You know, imagine you're walking in a room or, a, or someone else's house, and they're very like all about keeping the house clean. Imagine you walking in with a bucket of mud and just wiping, you know, destroying the whole house. That's not honoring them. And when we choose to live a life that disregards God's commands, we're not honoring God. We're not loving Him, which is why Jesus says in John 14, if you love me, you will obey my commands. You know, and purity has been something that God's just been really hitting home in my heart. And I pray that this hits home with you. You know, um, it's, you know, many times people think like it's just being too religious. Well, you know, James talks about how true religion is taking care of orphans and widows and keeping ourselves spotless from the world. You know, that is religion that God accepts. To be careful to live a life that is faithful. To walk as Enoch walked. Right? Scripture says Enoch walked so faithfully before the Lord. And if Enoch was able to do that without having the Holy Spirit indwelling in him, now that we have the Holy Spirit, how much more can we be walking faithfully before God? And so remember that exalting God isn't just through our words, but it's also how we live. It's choosing the things that we choose to see, hear, what we choose to talk about. All these things, you know, help us to exalt the Lord. Going back again to Psalm 99, verse nine, it says, exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy hill. This is very important, holy hill. I was reminded of Psalm 24, three to five, which says, who may ascend into the hill of the Lord or who may stand in his holy presence? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive blessings from the Lord and righteousness from the god of his salvation so who may ascend the hill of the lord who may stand his holy presence those who have a clean hand and a pure heart you know so it's so important that we come into his presence you know and god sent jesus because he knew that we needed cleansing he knew that we had to be made right that we had to be made into righteousness and now that god has sent jesus let us walk in christ we have to walk in him we have to choose to put off the former things Put right scripture says, put off the former things, put off the flesh and put on your new man in Christ. This is what it means because we cannot experience the Lord if we choose to walk in sin. And many times the enemy will put in our thoughts, sin is okay. And you know, if you know my testimony, like for the longest time I was living outside of sin. Then when I knew God, I was still tolerating sexual sin. You know, I had sexual sin, even though I wasn't married and the enemy put in my thought, it's okay. You believe in God. It's fine. Like, no, it's not fine. When we choose to to dwell with sin, we can't dwell with the Lord because sin and and God doesn't go that way. He's holy. Going back to again, exalt the Lord for he is holy. And because he is holy, he can't fellowship with what is evil. And so guys, remember, we cannot tolerate what is evil. 1 John 1, 5-7 says, This is the message we have heard from him and declared to you. God is light. In him, there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk In the darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. But if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, His Son purifies us from all sin. So read this carefully. If we walk in the light as Jesus is in the light, then we have fellowship and then the blood of Jesus purifies us. So understand that yes, Jesus died on the cross, but we have to walk in oneness with Him in order for the blood to be applied to us. And it clearly says here in verse five god is light in him there's no darkness at all and so if we're walking in the dark there is a separation between us and god even though we may know him by knowledge there's still a separation right sin separates us from god and if it didn't then why did god have to send jesus you know if sin if, if god could fellowship us with sin he wouldn't have to have sent jesus but god wants fellowship with you guys he wants you to experience his best Understand Jesus says in John 10 10, I have come to give you life to the fullest, right? The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but I have come to give you life to the fullest. So let us not partner with the enemy. Why would we partner with the agenda of the enemy when we know that his only goal is to kill, steal, and destroy us? You know, following God, sometimes it may seem like a burden, but understand that God loves you. He knows what's best. If you're in a place right now where God said you need to cut off that relationship because that person is causing you to sin, understand it's for your own good. Yeah, it's going to hurt. Yeah, it's going to feel different because you've been with that person for so long, but it's worth it. You know, I I just, I've made a dedication to the Lord. Like, God, my life is yours. I never want to live with what if I had obeyed you. I want to constantly give him my best. And yes, there are days where I'm not perfect, but I want to continue to go towards, you know, reaching the prize of, Being there, meeting Jesus, and hearing him say, well done, good and faithful daughter. Well done, good and faithful servant. You know, this is my goal is to like, never. I never want to live life thinking, what if I had obeyed you? And so it's time for us to wake up from our slumber. It's time for us to exalt the Lord every single day and remember, God, you deserve the best. You died for me so that I never have to live in fear in this world or when I die. That when I die, I know I will see you face to face and I will be with you for eternity. So I want to pray for you guys. Lord, I thank you, God, for every single listener listening right now. Lord, there is no coincidence, God. Whoever is listening to this, I believe, God, you are speaking, Lord. And Holy Spirit, I just pray that you would just tug in their hearts, God, more and more, beckon their hearts to to know you deeper, God, to hunger for you more, Lord. Because, Jesus, you are purpose. You are life. You, and it is you alone, Jesus. God, we exalt you, Lord. And we say, Lord, reign over our hearts, Let nothing else take over, God. Cast down everything, every idol in our hearts, Lord. We cast it down right now in the name of Jesus. I pray, God, that you would fill every single person listening with your peace, God. Give them your peace, Lord, today. Fill their hearts, God, with your truth, Lord. I pray, God, that you would restore to them the joy of your salvation. Create in every single person right now that is listening a pure heart to know you, and to see you. In Jesus' name, amen. So I pray that you've been blessed by this message. Guys, don't forget, please share this with someone. You never know who this might bless. And please also prayfully consider giving towards our ministry. You know, the these podcasts, these videos, these posts that we're all making, it requires more than myself. And you know, we, we need a team. We need all the finances we can have. And so if you guys can bless us, that would be a huge blessing to us and the kingdom of God. So you can give at livingrevelations.com slash donations. So God bless you all. And I did want to also mention too, if you have any questions or any prayer requests, please feel free to email us at info at God bless and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.